Pod. So what the fuck is up, dealers? Hello and welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and uh, used to be in the top 100 comedy podcasts of Mexico podcast uh, sponsored by Kybercorp. Um, welcome to the show, everyone. I am your host, Sarah, aka Mad Max Rainbow Road. Hi. I just call it Mad Rainbow Road. Hi, I'm uh-huh. Max. And has anyone seen my hand? I put it in a test tube and I lost track of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm Dan, and uh, I've uh, put everyone into a situation uh, to, you know, show I'm the secret fifth guy. Oh, I hate uh, being in a situation. Fuck. Every goddamn day I'm put into a situation. And we have a special guest today. Would you care to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Joe. My pronouns are he and they. And I've been known to dark tinker uh, here and there. <laughs> Dark Tinker, Dark Taylor, Dark Soldier, Dark Spy. That's All right. right. Let's go. It's Yu-Gi-Oh. It's we, good. We Going it, fast makes us feel alive. It's weird to say we finished part of it, because like this isn't by season, this is by arc. And I guess yeah. this is like the sort of community agreed upon first arc that ended just now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It was fucking cool. It was cool so cool. Shit. So fucking it was, cool is the thing. It was so cool, so fast. Uh, it was so furious. It was so uh, cathartic. Gotta say, yeah, it made me feel alive. It, and the, <laughs> like, th- this is basically just a season's worth of TV as well. This was twenty six episodes. Like, that's that's a season. So this really is like you could have had a whole show about this, and then you know, season two expands on it. And I, from what I understand, the next arc is a lot longer, so it doesn't really follow like a regular season structure. But like, hey, pretty. F- fucking sick end to like the beginning of the show i guess yeah mm-hmm. i'm like we are in a very different place from where i started the stakes are different the world is not different the world has been irrevocably changed by our main characters which is just good if you think about it mm-hmm. imagine storytelling you guys know it's what good that, it's good that they did all that shit they did all yeah. that uh before we get too far into it uh, joe this is the first time you've been on the show so since 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 you're here would you like to tell us your history with Yu-Gi-Oh? Sure, sure. So uh, I'm uh, a 30-year-old person, so I grew up with Yu-Gi-Oh! on my television, like, when it was first airing, and uh, or at least in, in North America, and uh, I was a, a quite adept uh, duelist in my time, um, and... Yeah, I I followed the show for uh for quite a bit. I didn't really get into GX. I think I kind of fell off around that point, like watching the show wise. But as a duelist, I carried on well into the the five D era. Nice. Mm. And I had a I, I had a sabbatical from uh, duelist. I I, hu- I hung out my boots up until uh, last year when I entered the cup of green. Oh, oh fuck yeah! And I and I and I and I must say performed admirably well. Uh, more, better than I thought I would, at least. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always so impressive when we get people on who know how to play the actual game. Because I'm just like, damn, there's more to this yeah. than just a TV show, huh? Yeah, yeah. When I was watching the uh, the show, um, uh, in anticipation of of getting uh, prepared for this episode, you know, I first I saw the tuners, and then immediately my hand started gripping because uh, yeah. I, I remember Ouch. being I remember being I, I remember being so fucking angry at people who ran tuner decks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it it seems to be all tuners all the time with this one. Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah, Jack Atlas and um and uh, and uh, you say both employing the the, mm-hmm. the tuning. 
That's why um that's why their tunes are so good. That's why the soundtrack's so good because they both employed tunes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we that's go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, question, Joe. Did you watch the dub of the mm. song? You know, it, it, I had ambitions of watching both, like an mm. absolute Madlan, um, mm-hmm. and sort of like and like alternating between the uh, the, uh, the dub and the sub um, <laughs> for episode to episode, um, just to like put myself through like this amazing whiplash because I know mm-hmm. that the the dub and sub are very different, not just like the language. Um, but instead, I watched the first twenty four episodes all dub, and then I watched. Um, the dub and the sub for uh, episode twenty-five and twenty-six. Dab the dedication. Yeah, and I watched it all in two days. I watched it all in two days. You're caught up. Damn. Holy shit. Oh my god. It's good. It's a good show. Well, normally I listen to this show called I don't know if you heard about it called Paul Agreed, and like they no, I they really they they really do a better job of like distilling like the 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 essence and oeuvre. Um, I say distilling. They more or less expanded to to at least three quarters um, mm-hmm. the length of an episode. But um, <laughs> you, you know what? I I I gotta say, watching the show, it's pretty fucking good. The, we are always it, saying this. It's yeah. nice being able to put like faces to the names. Less so for characters, more so for like the really cool monster cards and everything that shows up. Sure, Hi. sure. We saw we see a yeah. couple of really cool guys in this one that I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one is this one. in the sub episode twenty five, fourteen cup final, lonely king Jack Atlas. All right. Uh, uh, episode twenty five, the fortune cup finale, part one. Yeah, mm, close enough. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start out for the first time in what feels like ten episodes. We see Yusei's friends. This guy, we see like fucking Tur- Turgle or whatever his name is, trying to break <laughs> out of a shipping container. Who Turgle? Uh-huh. Nervin. 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 God, they really named this guy Nervin. Yeah, Uh because he has the nerve to have such an awful hairstyle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... We, we, um, we we do briefly get to see a, like a flashback to whenever they got captured, uh, and I love to see my culture represented on screen because everyone who captures them is wearing a balaclava. Thank you very much. It's like yeah. they're, they're <laughs> from the neck down, they're just like regular salarymen. They're wearing just regular ass business suits, but then they have like balaclavas on to show that they mean business. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Important question. Now this could go either way. I think. Uh, what were the what were they armed with? Uh, I mean, they had guns, right? I'm pretty sure they uh, had guns. Uh huh. Yeah, they have uh, they, okay. these neon green uh, sci fi guns. These motherfuckers just finished playing Halo Combat Evolved. They really just like outlined <laughs> the gun in like an MSV green overlay and greebled it slightly. They, Holy they got. Shit. They're on some covenant shit with these guns. What is this? No, no, this I'm, pu- is no from I'm pulling up. I'm, I'm, color palette. Holy fuck! <laughs> Sorry, I'm pulling. I'm pulling up to the water gun fight with these. Like I don't know what oh y'all are complaining about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just fi- just like dunk that in like a tank of water. It's full of yeah. those are the best. Those are the, those are the best water guns five dollars can buy. They truly <laughs> are. <laughs> they went to fucking the Domino Dollar General. Yeah, Little, you says- l- l- Little Timmy he, down the street, he thinks he's got one over on me because he has the Nerf uh, squirter gun or whatever. But you know he's gonna get a, a, a like a like a face full of hot water uh, if I have anything to say about it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> you don't feel, no, Joe. You don't feel him hot. No, you don't. 
<laughs> you don't put the kettle on? Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a backpack, like an electric kettle backpack, just like spray oh, boiling water. Out oh, of the oh, oh, I should say that in Canada, it's really cold all the time. So we're actually oh, doing so that's normal favor. then. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. to, to right. make the road really slippy so the person falls down. Right. That's okay, right. Car- that's carry right. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. we, we, we kind of cut back after they remember, oh yeah, we were kidnapped like a hundred days ago. Uh, <laughs> we, you say like runs up to his friends in the stands and like, Hey, you got to get the fuck out of here. These are real life, actual living dragons. You might die if you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is like, Oh yeah. Tra- um, that, that, that's a real shame about that. I can't find, I guess we'll leave if we don't really want to be caught in a disaster. Mm. And they kind of just mm. like sheepishly file out. Um, until... Yeah. <laughs> well, but b- like, but between them leaving and them getting caught, you say is like, I'm gonna go tell Godwin that we should stop this politely. It's like, yes, yeah. yes, you say, use your words against like the evil megalomaniac dragon man. Yes, he will listen to you for sure. Uh-huh. You say politely, uh, but he d- he does just go fucking Spike Spiegel on some bodyguards. He, that's true. That's he does true. very much like knock out two guys, like John Wick style. I mm. the implications of like you you gay. Yeah, mm-hmm. you said yeah, being yeah. able to just like completely and like with ease just like kick anyone's ass mm-hmm. in a physical fight. Like the implications of that, that he can do that. Like he could solve all of his problems with physical violence. However, because this is the 5D's Yu Gi Oh universe, that skill is basically worthless compared to his dueling skill. It's like I you know, fucking you- love Yu Gi Oh. Oh my god, wait, hold yeah. on. Sarah, this is like taking a very similar route to like the first three Gundam UC protagonists. If mm-hmm. if Amuro uh-huh. is Yugi and Camille uh-huh. is Judo, then or, or Judai, then Judo is Yusei, and that they both are very willing to resort to physical violence before their actual like main method of conflict mediation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, our heroes get stopped by Lazar, or yeah, uh, everyone else gets stopped by Lazar, who just like yeah is like you know being sort of threatening. Hey, uh, Lazar no, related question. Lazar related question. Uh-huh. Has anyone else noticed for the first time that he has elf ears, or is it just me? I I did I did notice that more than usual this episode, but I don't think it's new to me. I never noticed it, and I noted like it, it. I don't think Godwin does. I tried to look up. Like I, I think he's just drawn with like vaguely pointy ears every once in a while. I'm like, what's the deal? But Jaeger very much does have like elf ears. <laughs> yeah, like I'd be calling Godwin Legolas, but like not because he has pointy ears. Yeah, no, it's the long blonde hair. Yeah. Blonde hair? Does he have gray hair or blonde hair? It's I don't just kind of gray, gray white. It's, it's like a silver gray in okay. kind of thing. It's not very purple. Like you don't really get like hues of purple with the hair. Yeah. So it's very much like a white kind of thing. Maybe okay. more okay. of like a Thrando alas. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. um, we we see Ushio. Ushio shows back up, and he's also yeah. he's also talking to Godwin. And is like, hey, this is a really fucking bad idea, man. <laughs> like, can you do this? <laughs> The duels are destroying the stadium. Maybe you should. Could you please cancel it? No. No. I'm I'm sorry. I I I know we just talked about a character design thing, but I am looking at the screenshots and uh, along with this, and I did just notice he is wearing two belts. Uh, He is on that Tetsuya Nomura shit. He's on that Jotaro. He's well. It's more like he equipped. uh, Speaking from personal experience in video games. Equipped a top that had a belt on it and a <laughs> pair of pants that had a belt on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns' new attire just dropped. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I really like when when Godwin hears Ushio telling about the tournament and how he stopped. And, and Godwin just says, you make an excellent point. The tournament will continue. I know. <laughs> you, your complaint has been noted and ignored. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, but okay, but it would disappoint the people. It would damage the reputation of the public maintenance yeah. department if we didn't allow all those people to get killed by a real life dragon. U- Ushio, clout is more important than literally anything. You must understand this. Mm-hmm. Ushio is, does not understand this. No. And is dragged uh, off. Yusei comes in and demands to know, like, what Godwin's real goal is here. And Jack answers. He says, hey, remember that cool dragon? God wants to see it again. It's his big buddy. Yeah. He he does make sure that uh, uh, Charge gets dragged out before they really start elaborating on it, though. Yeah, he's not allowed to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's quite... It's fun, because, like, Yusei is like... I would like you, brackets Ushio, to leave for this. And Godwin is like, yes, do what the teen says. Drag him off. Right, yeah. (laughs) Ushio, you're starting to become a normal character. You're not, this is above your pay grade. Yeah, yeah. To be clear, uh, like, Godwin isn't, like, necessarily, like, listening to Yusei. It's just he was going to do that before Yusei showed up and knocked out uh, all of the security guards. uh, (laughs) Right. Uh outside the build or outside the room yeah uh, um now uh, joe you were saying something the fact that trudge survived like like three consecutive humiliations at the hands of uh our, our main character it's like it's like the fact that he's still here is is kind of a, a miracle i think yeah. he's like a really important character like he he wouldn't be around so often if he wasn't like decently relevant to the story I don't think it's he's going to be, like, the, the fifth signer, but I think he's going to stick around. <laughs> yeah, I... Unfortunately, this does... This does seem to hallmark kind of the start of a possible arc where he becomes against Godwin and therefore good. Yeah, he, he's the um, one good cop in the series. Yeah. Um, I don't like I it, wish, but... What if he was a signer, though? <laughs> what if he it was the be, signer? It would be extremely funny. Yeah, whenever like Godwin did that thing with his hand, what we didn't see uh, was like Ushio just off screen, like with his arm glowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that, that, that's his hand. Yeah, it was yeah, actually yeah, like yeah. it was the um, it was the reflection of Ushio's arm, yeah. like glowing really brightly, like reflecting off of uh, Godwin's like cyborg med- met- the metallicness of Godwin's like, cyborg. <laughs> right. Hand. Um. So that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Ushio was just standing right there. So mm-hmm. now yeah, we know. Yeah. 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 But- uh, so. Uh, we get some Jack backstory, or as I like some to Jack call it, story. Jack Thank story. Thank you. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, basically, Jack only came to the city two years ago at the explicit invitation of basically Godwin, uh, mm-hmm. and then we start to get some visual uh, flashbacks of his life in satellite. Yeah, the satellite. Um, we we life. see the the Kaiba lineage of using cards as martial weapons continues yep. in a major way. We see Rally like running through the street by you know chased by some thugs, and Rally I guess they're just like the about street? to beat Sorry. them, like just dome them with a baseball bat. And we mm-hmm. see a card fly from off screen and straight up like with a clang knock the baseball bat out of this fool's mm-hmm. hand. Like oh that's like I can almost understand blocking the hammer of a gun with a card more uh-huh. than. Like, using the force of a single Yu-Gi-Oh card to propel a baseball bat out of someone's hand. That's dangerous. That's fucked up. Even Jack deserves to be the king. special metal sleeves that they all clearly have. Right, yeah. I, I will note, uh, Jack Atlas has a slightly different coat 
yeah. and he like wears it open. Yeah, and he I doesn't have much know- blue on him this time. It's sort of like it's like the same vibes, but like cheaper. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. the uh, this is the off-brand version. Yeah, it's the, the primary satellite, version. The satellite knockoff. Sat- yeah, exactly. satellite bootleg version. Yeah, yeah. 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 B- before before he could buy like you know he this isn't Gucci. Yeah, this is yeah. Dolce no, and no. Banana. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, he runs the goons off with Red Demon's Dragon again, a real life living creature. Um, uh, Rally tries to convince Jack because because this is like this is two years ago, but this is kind of after he, he's had a falling out with the gang. Uh, Rally tries to get Jack to come back uh, to his friends, and he won't. And he just kind of. Okay. He's content to sit I, in his fucking abandoned yeah, Resident Evil mansion. Yeah, I, I really, okay, I really got to point out, I really got to point out that that is the Domino City Museum slash Town Hall. But yeah. holy shit, that is yeah. like is extremely recognizable as like the museum like facade where like so much shit happened in Doom Monsters. Where, where all of Yu Gi Oh happened. Yeah, where uh-huh. all of Yu Gi Oh happened. Um, He's the where the Pharaoh's that. body brackets real was that one time and was never That's addressed so again. True. Um, yeah, where Zork was killed forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, in the in, in the, the manga, at least. Yeah, in the little. I was gonna say Terrarium. Mm. Yeah, they played Terraria, Do- and Zork died. <laughs> Diorama. That's the word I was. Anyway. Yeah, they um, they they played D and D. They played D and D. So these days, in the, in the five Ds, the Domino City Museum slash Town Hall place is just a mainly completely empty auditorium with a single throne in it in which Jack seems The King's Throne. It really does seem in this episode like all Jack does all day, 24 hours a day, is sit in that throne by himself alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking cat behavior. <laughs> Truly. Uh Rally tries he's like Jack hey, Catless. Uh, Thank you. Jack Catless is pretty good to me. Uh mm. you know, Rally tries to convince Jack saying you and you say are both the city's hope and Jack isn't having any of it. Uh, and later that night, Jaeger approaches. Uh, he approaches Jack with a message from Godwin to invite him to the city, saying it needs a king. Uh, he he implies that Jack has always had that signer mark on his arm, or has at least had it for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, Curious uh, to see how that appeared. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's had his dragon card longer than anyone else, and like, if you just have the dragon for a while, the mark shows up regardless. Yeah. Uh, what seemed to happen, sort of like this episode, last episode, is that like Yusei's mark became permanent. Yeah, um, right. And it well, was sort of like the second ish time that it had done the uh-huh. dragon I, shit. Eh. We don't know if Lua or Aki have the permanent mark yet, but we do know that Jack and Yusei both do now. Yeah, yeah. So who who knows? Um, Jaeger says that Jack needs to bring both Red Demon's Dragon and Stardust Dragon, and he's very much like, we don't care how you get it, but you have to get it somehow, so you're probably going to have to do some shady shit. Sorry, bud. Gotta do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I will note, uh, I don't, maybe, maybe Rally talked about this in the sub. I just want to just establish this. Uh, Like, when Rally's trying to, like, convince uh, Jack to be friends with them, uh, to, like, come meet up with them, like, tomorrow... Because uh, Yusei's nearly finished his new dual runner, and yep, uh, yep. he's going to do, do a little test That's run to... Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, because Riley's uh, like, you don't, you don't even have to do anything. Just, just, like, come and watch in complete silence. It's fine. Yeah, just and, like, Lazar even tells Jack, like, the exact time you could use a bike to get out of there. Yeah. Uh, I like the really, really funny visual shorthand of... 
when 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 Jaeger's like, do you want to be the king of this dinky satellite or do you want to be a true king in Domino? And when he says that, Jack looks down and sees a roach crawling on his foot. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. hear like a, a a squish like off camera. Yeah, uh-huh. this um like this offer that Jaeger makes it it feels kind of like a fucking influencer sponsorship offer like type thing because like it is quite clearly just like a very hollow offer. Like we the people just need someone to love. We're asking you because you have this mark. Um, it's quite transparent. Like he doesn't lie to Jack and be like, "You are going to rule the city." I don't know. It's just interesting to me because um, especially in this like- episode, it's it's very clear later on that like Jack doesn't really have any actual power. Like he's just there to look cool, which he's he does very well. Head. Well, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it feels like Rex or uh, it, yeah, it feels like Godwin and Jaeger are like. Uh, you know, appealing to Jack's, like, sense of importance. And, like, he doesn't necessarily need to know what he's doing as king, but, like, he just wants that recognition because he clearly already thinks he's better than everyone else if he sits inside the museum by himself in the throne all day long doing jack shit. Doing, do, yeah, doing jack shit. Do, do, doing, doing, doing jack shit. That's what they call it, that, because it's the shit he does. But also, it's the shit he does. It was earlier on whenever he was, like, chasing off the goons that were chasing Riley. Like, the way he chases them off, he's like, fuck you, like, this is my city. I am the king of this city. How dare you, like, be here in front of me. Um, Like, he chases them off with his ego. So, like, he's already... It's his life goal is to sit on a throne. Yeah, he loves mm-hmm. to do it. He loves doing it. His main um, goal is to blow up and act like he do not know by, don't know better. Yeah, he does, he does <laughs> blow up later on. He sure does. He loves doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, we we cut to like the next day, uh, and Jack calls Yusei in the gang, saying someone kidnapped Rally, and we okay, cut Yusei, okay, okay, yeah. But I think this comes up from like it, this comes. Off a scene where like Jack's like breeding on the roof, Riley comes up and Jack is like, "Oh, hey, oh, Riley, right, right, like, right. can you give, mm-hmm. can you like help me out with something?" Yeah, and then yeah. Smash cut anything to, to for you, Jack. Like, oh, guys, hey, Riley got kidnapped, and you're like, "All right, Jack, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, whatever you say." And kidnapped is kind of underselling it a little bit. Jack has knocked Riley out and put them on a boat in the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like a dinky little like rowboat, and yeah, like, like a fucking wooden yeah. The tides are going boat. all. The tides are going nuts. Uh, Rally's going to capsize at any moment. And, and Rally like, is Rally is tied up like you would tie somebody up to like the train tracks if you were like an old train right, villain. Yeah, he really is doing that. <laughs> this is some dick dastardly shit. And like, because. He has then, like, also called Yusei be like, hey, Yusei, like, I know where Riley is. And, like, Yusei rocks up to the docks. And Jack kind of just, again, like, really deadpan is like, Yusei, I did this on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's good. I, like, basically saying, I gotta go to, like, he, he's very transparent with what he's doing. Yeah. And he's like, you can duel me now, but Riley's gonna die. And Yusei's, like, fucking, like, immediately just takes his coat off and dies Does in the ocean. not hesitate, bitch. No, he loves his fucking friends. And then it, Jack it, just, like, not a grabs the deck all. and takes the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. A little Th- excessive. Throws, th- throws the, uh, throws, like, the little leather pouch of Yeah, that was disrespectful. I mean, he could have thrown he, it into the water. Like, he could have, like, spilt the cards out of it. He could have scattered yeah, the pieces. He could have done a little bit over. of a weevil. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say goodbye to Junk Synchron. <laughs> I will never say goodbye to Junk Synchron. I, I will always say, yeah. 
<laughs> hate to see him go love to watch him leave <laughs> Uh, so the the flashback's over. Uh, Jack tells Godwin to release Yusei's friends as hostages. They're like just in a scrapyard in in satellite. Like they're not yeah, anywhere important. In but when they walk out, there's a fully functional TV streaming the final match between Jack and Yusei, so they can watch now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the a little tablet. It's where it's where Morpheus <laughs> takes Neo when they enter the desert of the real. It's like it's it's yeah. a little chair and a little t- desk with a little TV on it. And they, I mean, like none of them really like question it or try to go anywhere. They're all just like, oh my god, the Jack and are chilling, and they immediately just like gather around it. They all post this on the. They make reference to his face, like to him being marked. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they haven't seen him with that Dorito. They yeah. didn't yeah. know about the Dorito. They didn't yeah, know about the Dorito. I'm gonna I'm gonna post this junkyard TV setup to male living space. <laughs> <laughs> Guys will live I, in an apartment like this and see no problem. I do there's also. also a, love- there's yeah. There's also like a like a line that um that rally yeah, says, which yeah. is which, she says they say um oh my god it's unlocked. <laughs> it's just like yeah. Uh, was anyone gonna check? <laughs> or was that something that happened when they were sleeping one day? Yeah. Oh, we, uh-huh. we were banging on the wrong end of the shipping container. It was unlocked the whole time. <laughs> oh, oh fuck, it's push, not pull. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, yep. uh, it's time to drive. Wait, before they start driving, we see Jack getting ready. He talks to Mikage, and Mikage says, this might be pointless, but I still believe you're the real king. And Jack just goes, everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. He's so fucking cranky. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and like only now as they start to like begin the duel, you say wonders, wait, where's the fifth signer? Yeah. <laughs> fucking twenty-five episodes in, you say's like, wait, there's supposed to be five of these fucking guys. What's the deal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it's pretty near the end of the episode, but the duel starts. Um It's pretty sick. Mostly what happens this episode is that Jack kind of immediately summons Red Demon's Dragon. Yeah, well, before um, that, we see this thing called Twin Breaker. Uh, it's something uh-huh. else in the dub. But it's this fucking cool, like, ninja warrior that has the the weapons that Valdo from Soul Calibur uses. These weird, mm-hmm. like, knife glove things. Uh, twin yeah. Sword Marauder. Yeah, he's This guy's cool. I like him. We see a, mm. a new a new Yusei creature as well. I think it's called Shield Wing. It's yeah. Just, it's, yes, yes. It, it's a dragon what can defend from an attack twice. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's great, uh, and 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 we also see this wretched little thing called Dark Tinker. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's like horrible to look it, at. It, it's it's a spite. It's a guy. It, it's like okay, so imagine Quilag from Dark Souls, but instead of a, a topless lady at the front of the spider, it's like a fucking uh-huh. conniving little inventor, and all of the spider uh-huh. legs are carrying different like workshop tools. Yeah, I kind of love it. Imagine a doctor, a doctor octopus, but it, it is made of flesh all the way. Yeah, a little. Yeah, he's a little Before. freak. Parentheses honorable. Yeah, he's he, yeah he he's a little freak. Like I I like him more than I like the uh, uh the, the, that nasty like the mad profiler that we saw a couple duels back. Mm. That one was no mm. good. Mm. Um, we see. So at one point, because uh, you know Jack's like kind of playing ahead of you. Say so he's like. Even among kings, this king thinks two steps ahead. And then, like, two turns later, he says, The king of kings duels three steps ahead. It's like, all right, dude. <laughs> all right. Great. We're going to get four steps next, chief? Thank you, Jack. Uh, 
we at one point you know one of jack's monsters gets destroyed i don't remember the specifics exactly but he he plays a card to bring it back and yanagi and himuro in the peanut gallery are like oh you know his tuner cards only adds up to seven stars and i mean that's when jack reveals the card i brought my thing back adds one level to it and we get i i really like how this show insists on giving everyone kind of a a a sort of phrase a chant to say when they tune a really cool monster Um, yeah and Jax is, the pulse of the king now forms a line here. Witness the power of the rumbling heavens. Synchro summon my soul, red demon's dragon. Pretty good. Yeah. It's like, Pretty it's good. a shining finger. It's a shining finger. Take this, my my rage, my sorrow, all my anger. My cool uh, dragon. My cool dragon. And the music that plays is so fucking good. Oh. Just Google Jack Atlas theme and, and listen to like the, the sub version of it. And whoever's editing might maybe can pipe it in at this point. Who knows? Maybe not. It's really, it's really fucking good. It's like really good, like club music almost. Yeah, it's got these really mm-hmm. nice, like, um, like hi hats in it. Like that, that yes! really kind of like bring that. That um, I actually really associate with like late '90s electronic music, but yeah, yeah okay. But definitely, like, definitely does like have like a an old school vibe to it that I really like. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Uh, that's, the episode kind of ends there. It's just like Jack saying, I refuse to lose to you, you say. And of course, yeah. we're all popping off in the crowd. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's dragon time. It's, it's dragon time, but before dragon time. D-count is currently at one. D-count. Before dragons, it's five Gs. Four dragons, five Gs, let's go. All right, thank you. You did You figured out what I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's time uh, for I'll, gaming. Yeah. I'm just gonna change the name of the segment in my notes to five G's because I have not done that yet. Okay. Uh, All right, Joe, so let's, it's you video are our games. Guest. What have you been playing lately? Uh, well, uh, I'm I'm a little I, I I'm I would say I'm a pretty adept gamer. I I, I like uh-huh. I like a lot. I, I know like I know this stuff. about you. Yeah, I um I. I've been playing uh, Apex Legends, which is my normal mm. standby. I just got home from work and I'm really uh, tired, so I want to play something kind of fun and 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 chill out for a bit. Game. Uh, mm. I'm very excited about the new Legend Ballistic coming out. It's an old man with uh, an undercut and he's got gray hair. He's, it looks really cool. Oh, uh, hell yeah! And uh, uh, but uh, recently, I the the last game I completed was uh, Control's DLC, The Foundation. Oh um, yes! What a tremendous game! Yeah, yeah. I I I beat the game maybe beginning of the year around February, and then mm-hmm. just didn't play the foundation. I thought, oh well, the game's over. The game is not right. over. <laughs> if no. you if you have not played the foundation DLC, do do so. It's very good. Um, and uh, aside from that, uh, and and Apex Legends, I've been playing Fallout Two lately. Yeah, oh, I've really I've tried right. so many times to get into the old school Fallout games. I just can't. I I don't know what it is about it. I've never. I, I've just bounced off it way too many times. I played a lot of Fallout Two. It was like one of the first games I ever played, like on Steam. Uh, wow. And uh, it I got pretty far into it until like the last dungeon, and I just mm. I. The way it's really designed is you're supposed to, like, disguise yourself and, like, run around yeah, and set up things yeah. subtly. But I just went guns blazing every time. And 
Couldn't do yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, you're you're as 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 my understanding that you have to disguise yourself as a Brotherhood of Steel um person or 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 no, you have to disguise yourself as a um a enclave member soldier. Of, the, of the enclave. Yeah. And and if you don't have the enclave armor, you can't really do the mission easily. I have a guide. That's how I got through the first Fallout game sure. and the second Fallout game. So I have a guide. Thank you, Game Facts, for um still existing and still having your guides <laughs> up. Uh I've I've definitely been taking advantage of that and I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna popcorn it to you, Max. Oh thank you, Joe. I so recently the game of the year of 2022, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, received its final little bit of expansion content. Um, in tradition of Xenoblade 2, the DLC, the season pass, or the whatever, the expansion passes like little content drop, you know, a couple of challenge battles here and there, a new character, and then big story DLC at the very end. And playing through, it's called Future Redeemed. Um, people complained a little bit about Xenoblade 3 because they didn't think it kind of tied off the, the trilogy very well. And, you know, didn't really have, a, there's still so many loose ends. And then this DLC comes out and it's like, all right, we're going to tie up every single loose end you can possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. It's really, really, it's very special. Like just kind of finding a way to put an end to this more than 10 year saga. I think like Xenoblade 1 came out 2010 or 2011. Um, it's really good. The music is great. The, the voice acting is great. It's very fun being able to play as characters from the first two games. Um that like it, it's the kind of thing where like I'm not you know I don't want to give away a lot because it is very like heavy spoilers for not Xeno not just Xenoblade three but like literally <laughs> Xenoblade one Xenoblade two and Xenoblade three um but it's cool it's it's just it's like you know putting putting a bow putting a ribbon on the top of the entire series and I think they said there's going to be like might be more Xenoblade games but this this DLC is kind of ending like the story that began with Xenoblade one so if they make a Xenoblade four. I imagine it'll be uh, more akin to Xenoblade Chronicles X, where it was just more of a, a spiritual successor and kind of evolving mm -hmm. gameplay mechanics, but a largely, you know, completely different story, completely different setting, not related whatsoever, aside from the usual little, like, references, like, oh, this girl has, you know, her hair pins look like the Monado Shulk Sword. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're um, gonna call the Elden Ring, and Patches is gonna be there. Xenoblade really is the Elden Ring of uh -huh. video games, if you think about it. Um mm -hmm. Uh, so I'll be thinking about that myself privately, and I'm gonna popcorn it over to Sarah. Hi, I've been I've been playing Elden Ring again. Mm. That's 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 really all I've got to say. I hear you know? I hear you're in the big city. I got to the big city. I finally got past the bouncer. Um, he just really needed to check my ID, and I didn't have any, so it took mm. me a while to to kind of get past that. Technically, it did take me three months to get past him, but I did stop playing for two months because I was very very busy working. Which I am no longer. So, um, yeah, Joe. Whenever you were saying like, "Oh, there's a, a game that I play when I get home from work and I just want to have some chill out time," that's Elden Ring for me. But it's not ch chill at <laughs> yeah, all because I'm not very, very good at the game. Fuck this! This shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's just me, kind of like, yeah, I'll, I'll start the Radan fight and then I kind of get a bit bored and I'm like, actually, fuck this, and then I go do something else. Yeah, it's a little bit like it's time for your 5 p.m. dick flattening. It's yeah, it like, really is time for right. But you <laughs> love it. But you up. love it. But that I was, love that was it. Me in, yeah. Th that was me in Bloodborne um, earlier this year. I, I beat that game uh, earlier this year, and it was very much like the most satisfying dick flattening, you know, mm -hmm. one could ever possibly hope for. And yeah. once I yeah. get to once I get to Elden Ring, then that'll be my dick flattening game. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, just... it's not blood, it's victory wine, but it actually is. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. It's both. It's yeah. My blood, my victory wine. <laughs> victory wine born. This hand of mine glows with a victory wine red. Um, I'm just really, my goal is to finish the game before um, Zelda Tears of Kingdom comes mm. out. Uh, if you're in um, Lanedell and Tears of the Kingdom comes out, it is 12 days away, as of current recording on April 30th, 2023. Uh, you can probably do it. Yeah. It'll be, you'll be cutting it close. Because I will say, after Lanedell, the difficulty will spike to a, quite frankly, fucked up unreasonable degree. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to get to the next area, and the first guy you fight will probably fucking obliterate you. Yeah. Because that happens to literally everyone. And it's like, oh, this sucks, actually. <laughs> oof, oof, ow, my bones. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps happening. It, oh, it really it just keeps does happening. keep happening. Yeah, uh, hope you know fire. Yeah, I do know fire. All right, you're good then. I've heard of that. <laughs> Youch! Is that all of us? Ouch. Uh, Dan. Yes, uh, I have continued playing Fallout, or sorry, not Fallout, Final Fantasy XIV <laughs> online. Fallout fourteen. Uh, I will get there eventually. Let's see. It's Todd's world. Uh, I, I already beat Endwalker. I talked about that last time. So I'll just list off a few things that are now available to me. Uh, number one, I did six point, the 6.1 patch uh, nice. of MSQ. Uh, that was fun. Uh, I got a fun new outfit. Uh, I unlocked the Unending Codex, which is a big old wiki document uh, where whenever you like meet someone in the MSQ, you get to learn a bit of bit of lore about them. Oh, that's uh, nice. And there's a, I imagine there's a lot of characters in that list of lore. Yeah. So far, it seems like it's just everyone you meet, starting with like the quest you unlock it with. Uh, so okay. every quest after that, you get new stuff. Uh, I have I have unlocked the Island Sanctuary, which is a. Uh, it is. It's a. Is is I'm, it an island sanctuary? It's an island sanctuary. It is. It, they made Animal Crossing in in Final Fantasy. Uh, you you, har- you get to like harvest stuff. You build things. Uh, you get uh, little mammoths, which are like these little robot guys to build things for you. Uh, I've only done a little bit of it, so I don't know all of what I'm getting into. But essentially, it's a little life farming survival sim. No, without actual survival mechanics. It's it's a farm game. Uh, nice. Uh, there's, uh, there's of course, the raids and the alliance raids, which I'm not doing until uh, Argyle uh, finishes, uh, finishes Endwalker, which probably going to be later this week, relative to Ooh. recording time. Uh, maybe you'll get to hear about it next next recording. Or, um, let's see. Uh, that, um... Broad strokes, those are the main things. Uh, more Hildebrand quests, uh, more uh, more stuff, uh, level 90 roulettes. Uh, it, it's, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. I still have reasons to play this game. Uh, Hell yeah, gaming forever. Yeah, there's... 100 uh, years gaming. Uh, yeah, okay. That's it for me. Cool. Cool. Uh, before we get back to the episode, we'd like Speaking to take... of 100 years gaming, what if 100 years patrons? Whoa, Ooh. 100 years, and it is $1 for every 10 years, because this is when we thank our $10 patrons. <laughs> the Hell yeah, Max, yeah. really picked it up. I'm very proud of you. 
Thank you. And I'm also proud of Daniel Kalaskis, Draven, Eruviru, Hey It's Ken, Jazz Dumpster, Kether Teradyne, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Proto J, Sabrina Steele, Sarvis, and Solid Snack. God, we I'm are proud on of all of fire you today. As, as if you were all my, my dear children, and Jimmy is your older brother. <laughs> Respect your older brother, please. Respect Ten your older brother. Thank you. Give, give, give him a scratch. Uh huh. And respect episode 26, The Destiny of Signers, the future guided by the Crimson Dragon. I don't want to go to that future. It seems fucked up. That seems Epis- fun. Episode 26, The Fortune Cup Finale, Part 2. All right. It's time to ride Eternal on the Rainbow Road. Let's fucking go! It's, c- it's called a road. It's called a rainbow <laughs> yeah, There road. it is. It is the road that you go. I, I really like when... You see this in all sorts of media when the sort of like main power in the series creates very dark, evil looking storms. That's how you know it's good, actually, and we love to use it a lot. Yeah, Jack is right to love it and be obsessed with it and want to be here and just be a little sicko for this shit. When a dark, purple, cloudy, stormy sky very rapidly rolls in, that's how you know you're like doing the right thing. Yeah, Yeah. I love I do that all the time. Every day, like I, I, you know, I'll, I'll do something, and the dark purple evil stormy sky will roll up, and I say, "Hell yeah, it's a good sign." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, this this happens to me quite recently. Actually, we had a big uh, thunder and lightning storm here. Oh, uh, a couple months ago now. But uh, I I remember saying, "What card did loud, you play?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually, no. The thing that I did to prompt the lightning strike almost perfectly on cue was uh, say to myself, oh, I should really some order some pizza. And then immediately, <laughs> just the loudest thunderclap I had heard in like at least at least a, a year roared through the through the sky. And I thought, oh, never mind. I was going to say, yeah, maybe, I was the pizza. Maybe, maybe I'll just have some water instead. Mm. You could have some water with your pizza, though. Mm-hmm. And, then, and that's the beauty mm. of it all. Wow, I kind of want to get pizza now. Hey, we I found out this is a really <laughs> wild sidebar, but we found out there's a, a, a place near us. It's kind of like a, it's like an Indian fusion restaurant, but they make butter chicken pizza. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, we have that locally here too. We also have um, we also have a pizza place that offers shawarma pizza. If you can. Whoa, it. fuck. Yeah, yeah. You, you doing good, Sarah? No, I feel like I'm being bullied and I'm not even Indian. <laughs> well, I just like to cook it sometimes. Well, okay. Oh, no, but it, it's good. I like cooking. It's good. I mean, it's good. I, okay, I would try the butter chicken pizza. Like, I just, I'm just concerned that it would be sloppy. I, I don't like a very sloppy pizza. Uh, it, sure, a tiny sure. bit. So it it was you know it's like regular. I don't think it was Nando. I think it was regular pizza dough. It was cheese, but it wasn't yeah, like cheeky Nando. Cheeky Nando. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, yeah. I I I don't think it was like regular tomato sauce or anything. I think it might have been like a more like you know n- not quite a butter chicken sauce because it had like butter chicken sauce on the side, but then mm-hmm. it had like you know like little pieces of marinated chicken and like cilantro on it and the butter chicken sauce on top. So it definitely it felt like a very good midpoint between pizza and butter chicken. Mm. Would have again. Very good. That sounds wonderful. Uh, b- <laughs> before I get too hungry, uh, <laughs> anyway, we 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 cut. We see Jaeger who's asking Godwin why they're continuing with because at this <sighs> point everyone's tattoos are activated, like they're glowing, they're hurting. Oof, ouch, mm-hmm. pretty hot. Uh, mm-hmm. And Jaeger asks Godwin why they're continuing the tournament like, if hey, the reason they're battling. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, like we're just here to awaken the four signers. And Jack's, you know, uh, Godwin's like, I want to see the Crimson Dragon's power. And Jaeger's like, that only happens if five signers are here. 
wait a minute and godwin's just, just like hmm, who can say he's just like losing his mind it's wonderful it's the sakuka of this episode really just yeah it really is Jaeger is animated of it, losing his mind it does feel like they put a little bit more effort into animating this episode in particular oh, yeah yes oh I yes think. uh we get another banger as Yusei is able to summon Stardust Dragon. It's fucking good. It's fucking good. It's just, it's just, what if dragons fought each other? I am Pokemon yeah. going to find that music and put it into the episode. Hell yeah. And, and Pokemon has taught me that dragon's good against dragon, so that's why they both mm. keep on killing each other back and forth. Trust nobody, not even Stardust uh, Dragon. Jack does a cool thing where we see this tactic a lot in GX where someone will play like defusion to split their guys apart when they're about to take a hit. And Jack yeah. does something similar that like he's, <laughs> he's able to split Crimson Dragon uh, into like its component parts for a turn and reform right the next, which is yeah, pretty cool. I, I always love when they do that. Yeah. Um, well, Jack, he, he, he splits up Red Dragon Archfiend, not the, the, not the Crimson Dragon. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the, Crimson's just better red. red. Too much red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 at, speaking of, uh, this is when the storm goes ape shit, and that mm. evil red lightning appears, and Crimson Dragon just shows up. Uh, yeah. I, I re- dragon yeah. literally makes straight up whale noises. It does! It, thank it you! Fucking I'm glad that you're not, I'm not the only one who noticed that. It's just like... Ooh. It's yeah. so Ooh. spooky. It's really effective. Like, who thought of it's a lot. That? It's a lot cooler than if it was just going like... Like every other dragon does. Disco yeah. cut you out, but I cannot wait to find out what you. Oh, uh, it was a bad noise. It was bad. I nearly protected us. Um, I liked that we see like as as we see the different body parts of it. We see like the tattoo flash over it, so we know which part is which. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you say, has I thought it was the head. It's the tail that you say has that weird like mask looking thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah. that makes sense. The end actually. of the tail. Yeah. Yeah, it, and then there's like the two claws and the two, or it's like, yeah, it's it's tail, claw, claw, wing, wing. No, tail, claw, claw, wings, and head, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's uh, one wing. It's one wing, two claws, wh- one head. What one, one, one wing, wing dragon. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sephiroth's dragon is sword around because it's so big. Ew. Um, Jaeger's yep. literally pogging when he sees this. He, everyone loves this shit so much. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, you know, Jaeger. He tried to to to. He had like a moment of clarity because like Jaeger, a, huge a, a, sicko. A, 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 oh yeah, a, 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 a huge clarity? sick. <laughs> a moment of clarity. <laughs> a moment <laughs> he, of clarity. He well, he has a moment of clarity when he's like, "Why are we still running the 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 uh, the, the um." The tournament, but then the the Crimson Dragon shows up. and He's like, "Ah, actually, fuck that. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, it's all worth. Cool. It's all worth it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah. Uh, Godwin calls Akutsu and it's like, hey, you know the really cool moment machine that's getting so much power right now because the dragon's here? You're gonna turn it off, otherwise you will die. I just, the screen cap of him being like, well, well, well what are you talking about? Like, moment is working so well right now mm. while in the background. Like, it's the most clearly I am about to explode looking kind of machine you've ever seen yeah, in anime. Yeah, it, it, it's like swelling and sparking electricity. He's like, nah, this yeah. is what it normally does. He's like, no, this is good, this is good, this is good. No, no nobody. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Red Dragon is just here now, and you say thinks, "Hey, we should maybe stop doing this." And Jack doesn't care. He says, "Even if the heaven and earth are destroyed, I will continue to duel." Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a fucking yeah. good line. Yeah. yeah, even even if the, even if the world goes into hell, I will still I will still duel you. 
Yeah, my ex-husband. Like, <laughs> the, the gay, gay, homosexual gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is when we see something that is a little concerning. Uh, uh-huh. We do see a fucking hand in some fucking back to fluid ass tank with the glowing dragon head tattoo on it. What? You say hand. We also see uh, the arm that the hand is attached to. It's right. like a, it's like it's like a full blown like Terminator uh, two style like like arm in a jar like it's it's, it's an arm in a jar yeah uh-huh. and we see it's like we see that neck like back to back with a shot of like Godwin clutching yeah. his robot arm so based only on this these two quick shots did he like find a signer kill him and is gonna like fucking liquid ocelot stick that hand on his own body. I'm not sure. I, uh, I think it's just his arm. I, I don't. Mm. But but he has the robot. Why would he have? The, I think the that's the non-robot hand. hand. Are you? I'm I guess sure. they always show up on their right arm. But no. But his hand's not in like a fucking t- t- fluid tube, though. He's just standing. I'm not there. sure what's going on. I yeah. would need to look at the uh, episode so, again. Yeah. So so my understanding is that in the English dub of the episode, he says that he is the fifth person. So uh-huh. so so it leads credence to the idea that maybe the arm in the jar is his arm, but also and he like hmm. But also my 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 thinking was that maybe because they're 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 cutting back to the disaster at the village that happened that was referenced earlier in the show, um, yeah, yeah. where like they tried to do this before, and so it's like mm. okay, did he pick up this arm from that? Like, is this the arm of one of the people who died? Like, I don't know. It's weird. Mm. Yeah, because we we don't really have any information on like where Godwin's come from. If he's just like a million years old, or if he's there's like a reincarnation situation, or kind of yeah. just like what his deal is, we just yeah. kind of have no information at this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I also yeah. do want to say um, I was right. I predicted this. Thank you. Y'all okay. said yeah. that I was not right, but I was. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I, so I just I, I just went through the episode and I posted some screen caps. So we see Godwin reaching forward with his okay, left robot hand. Uh, yeah, look, at that, see... look at that fucking face he's making. Oh. Yeah, no, <laughs> when you're normal. Um, so normal. But, but the, the shot changes, and this is like a, a non-clothed arm reached like in a tube. So mm-hmm. I don't think that, like, the ha- these are two different arms we're seeing right now. Unless it was yeah. Godwin's own arm that he removed. Because that um, the arm that he is reaching yeah, maybe, was the robot one. Because the the yes, in the bomber yes, bike his, incident, his, his left hand his left hand is the Full Metal Alchemist hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah. something's something's up. I guess he I, I think he's gonna liquid ocelot himself. It'll be really mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the dragon flies up, and 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 Godwin also mentions like when when signers duel to their full power, they will enter a new dimension. Uh, I, and, okay. Yeah. So, sure enough. This in the dialogue, like, "Oh, this duel will soon enter a new dimension." I just kind of thought that was like a metaphor. At no, first. it was literal. No. No. Yeah, they all. So yeah, you say and like Jack Atlas are riding down this uh light, this light bridge, this rainbow road, uh, and uh the dragons are flying over them, and then like Aki and Luna just sort of like show up, flying alongside in bubbles. Uh, yeah, this is and, the, this, yeah. they're in the end of Xenoblade Chronicles one, like uh, flying through fucking like space and shit on the Rainbow yeah. Road, and, and they they see that Incan Tower and they fly up and they see the people of the stars worshiping the Crimson Dragon and they see like the marks yeah. on the arms of the priests. What? Yeah. what huh? 
what? Yeah. I, yeah. I guess. They're like, oh, it's, is this a past? Does this always happen? Is this, a, is this, is this just happening again and again? Ha <laughs> ha. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sort of ride on past that into a sort of vision of satellite. Um, yeah. yeah. Upon which, like, a giant purple, purple like, spider... Nazca Lines type carving is carved into it with evil purple light and the whole city is destroyed. Is this bad? I think it's fine. I, uh-huh, I, uh-huh. On, I, on, see, on one hand, satellite will get destroyed. On the other hand, we'll get to see a cool bug. So I think it's 50-50. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's impossible to I say. I mean, now, maybe I know a little bit too much, but it seems like this is some sort of dark sign. Uh, perhaps it, it is per- It is glowing... Well, we, okay, here's the thing. We know these are a thing because we know the Crimson Dragon sealed evil in the ground with these geoliths. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, like the, the Crimson Dragon tattoos glow red and this is very much not glowing red, it's glowing purple. Uh, yeah. So th- th- this very, I, I think what they're getting purple? at is like, yeah, th- this is like this part of the evil power that the Crimson Dragon, maybe the Crimson Dragon is good. Who can fucking say? It certainly doesn't yeah. seem good, but if there's like a different... Maybe it's one of those things where the Crimson Dragon's like a more neutral power, but like the purple shit is actually evil, so we have to mm-hmm. use the maybe evil power to destroy the very evil power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. American yes. electoral politics. <laughs> there is a, there yeah. is something to be said about about the about the Crimson Dragon's proximity to these like these like signs, like these marks, like the, these large animal marks, because the way that the Crimson Dragon is rendered is in a very simplistic way, not unlike the marks themselves. But yeah. right. instead of being purple, he's red. He's not like other dragons, like um like the Archfiend dragon. dragon or Stardust Dragon. He's not hyper real. They're they're practically hyper realistic compared to right. him. Yeah. This, he, he, he's it's more like energy in the shape of a dragon. Yeah, yeah, instead of a literal cool. dragon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. love the shot of it like f- rising out, like the way it like kind of like stiffens as it like flies up. Yeah, it, like goes like completely vertical in the wings. The wings it t poses. It yeah yeah it like it like rises into a t pose. It's like perfectly yeah. level. It's really cool. And mm-hmm. and Jack, upon seeing that and seeing satellite getting destroyed once again, even if this duel leads to hell, I'll still finish things with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so divorced. Yeah. It's He's so just good. like, all right, well, enough of that. Time for more dueling. Uh, yeah, the they start feeling real pain at this point in the duel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I it's will like what he could do the whole time. I yeah, because I think that I will note that uh, also at this point, like. Like, Jack's doing it because he's a freak, but he also mm-hmm. l- lets uh, you say no that he has to do it, too, because uh, they probably won't be able to leave until the duel ends. Yeah, Jack is, True. like... Because everyone is, like, kind of disoriented, like, Aki and, like, Glua are like, oh, like, where am I? What's happening? And, like, you say mm-hmm. is kind of like, huh, huh, huh? But, like, Jack is really just, like, with it, like, come on, we are signers, this is the yeah, Rainbow Road, we've got to be dealing, like, he, come on, you say, you, this is a signer battle, you say, you got to hold it together or your soul will disintegrate. Like, Jack knows what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Or just, I like, mean, is going God with would, what's going on. Yeah, either Jack is stupid and is going with what's going on, which is probably more likely, or Godwin <laughs> briefed him on this. Yeah, or, mm. or he d- just doesn't care and is just a sicko. Yeah, again, if I saw a really cool dragon, I wouldn't care about most other things as well, so I get it. <laughs> um, there, there's a lot of dual combos that happen. The main thing is Jack yeah, we tries gotta... to defeat Yusei. Yep. 
Sorry, I was going to say we got one of those cool combo maps from, like, Jack. Yes! Jack does it this time, where the kind of, like, lightning strikes between cards, so he knows how to do it. So, again, showing that Jack also has the tactical duelist's mind. Um, That's right. Of course, Yusei is always one step ahead, but Jack tries to defeat Yusei the exact same way he did before, using the end <laughs> of Storm. Miss stake. It's basically like, mm-hmm. I destroy all monsters on the field. Yusei's like, I can tribute uh, Stardust Dragon to negate that. Uh, and then send it back at you. And Jack's like, okay, well, then I can deal damage based on how many monsters are on my side of the field to you. And he says, like, well, I'm actually going to negate that. And then the damage I would have take adds the uh, Stardust Dragon. And it just goes back and forth, back and forth. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. eventually, you say hits, his voice actor hits the most fucking decadent, Ore no Tom! And, yeah. and does his speed spell final attack, which, like, straight doubles Stardust Dragon's attack to 5,000 and, and oh, obliterates Jack. It's uh, Hey, whenever he, like, just overtakes Jack and then turns his bike around and starts, like, riding backwards yes, to yes, do this attack, yes. it's so, so fucking sick! <laughs> and, and, like, immediately... We're back in the real world and the, the, the clouds are gone. It's, like, a nice, sunny, regular yeah. day. Yeah. Um... And we see fucking Jack just beefs it. His D-wheel oh, crashes yeah. and he gets fucking flung out yeah. from it and does like the fucking Peter Griffin death pose. Yeah. yeah. They, he's been turned into a CG model for this one. Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When the smoke clears, he really is lying down on the pavement. Oh, also the dragons kind of like dissolve into light and stack. Yeah, yeah they like, got, they're they like are, glitched out. They do kind of like stay their like stone statues, like still frozen in the moment of their fight for like a like a hot minute. Yeah, um, there in front of everyone. It's probably fine. However, the like aside from the crimson dragon, aside from the two dragons being there, aside from just like everyone kind of having glitched out of reality for there for a second, the thing that the crowd seems to be just most losing their mind about is the fact that Jack's life points are at zero. Yeah, mm-hmm. very sad. You say is now the champion. He's the king. He's the new king. He's the king of games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before Jack passes out, and again, he's like blood is pouring from Jack's head. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You say says, "Hey, your pride defeated you because I knew you'd try and defeat me the exact same way you predictable bozo." Yeah, he like Damn. kind of goes and like scrapes Jack up off of the track, and like they have a tender little rival duelists moment yeah and that's kind of the episode we do see there there is a in, in keeping with this episode being very well animated the, the as the announcer is like looking around seeing what happened his, you see his hair has physics in this scene <laughs> yeah his, yeah. his pompadour is like waggling wildly as he whips his head around yeah i want to shout out two things first thing is that um jaeger is making like distressed chihuahua noises <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, it, it's really good. And then the second thing is just like the way that the announcer kind of like gets his shit together is Godwin being like, "Well, aren't you going to announce the results?" Like so yeah. family, right? Yeah, it's very good. But yeah, so normal. That's, that, that's the first arc of five Ds, I guess. Yeah, one D nine, four to go. Are there five arcs? Are, are there five arcs? I don't one? think. So. I I don't cool. know. Okay, cool, cool. There's, right. but, uh, there might be. Math- there might actually be, yeah. Mathematically, okay. you we are a quarter of the way through the episodes of Five Ds. Mm-hmm. We're already be. a quarter through. Holy shit! Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. There are one hundred like episodes. episodes. Yeah. Oh, that's a, what a what a wonderful round number. Nice. I, I think it might be different. 
depending on the sub or the dub. Oh, oh that's right, because this does the same thing, too, ah. where they just kind of stopped after a while, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, it turns out there's 154 episodes of 5Ds. Okay, Ooh. so kind of... Yeah, so we are, like we are, a six we are one, of the way... Mm. Yes, one six of the way through. Well, you know what's between six and five, four? Yeah, <laughs> it's five. Um, right. Ha-ha! I don't know about that one, sir. Yeah. <laughs> It's it, fine. it makes sense. We I'm right. Can, we can do better. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um. Well, hey, as those yeah. are as those are those those are those episodes, we have perhaps some Christians. What's mm-hmm. all? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to send us, if you want to send us Christians, you can go to Twitter at Podagreedcast or the Millennium Bag channel in our Discord. We will post an ep- a, an episode. We'll post a question before we record an episode, <laughs> and you can send us things. We'll read it out on air if it's a normal thing to read, such as these wonderful people from Twitter. Uh, first up, Z Paladin at Mama Yancha says, If you had a cool robot hand, would you let it scuttle around the house like a spider when you weren't using it? Would you treat the hand like a puppy? Oh my god, that would fucking rule. Hello? Mm. Ever uh. since I saw critically, uh, I guess commercially maligned Disney movie Treasure Planet, I've wanted a robot hand, like what the fucking captain has in that. Mm. That would be mm. the coolest thing in the world. Like I could like kind of twit, like my finger will turn into my house key or whatever. That would be so cool. I want that, and I would let it. I would. I would let it do its fucking thing. Shit from Adam's family all at once. Mm. Yeah, my, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, my robot hand. Um, like whenever you kind of like would pluck it off of my arm, the the part that usually attaches to my arm would be like a vacuum, and my robot hand would go around the house like a Roomba and clean it. And my hand would be very dusty. <laughs> but, but instead of sucking it up, it just kind of like grabs shit, and it just. It it like okuyasus it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll let it out when I go to bed at night, and it can just crawl around and like I don't know, uh, look for pests. <laughs> it's nocturnal. Look for <laughs> yeah. pests, intruders. Yeah, it's nocturnal. Uh, yeah, it gives any intruders the finger. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It uh, it can have fun adventures, fun nighttime adventures. I don't know what those are, but it can have them. It, it, uh, it can yeah. play Smash Bros and defeat Master Hand. <laughs> Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I would actually let my arm scuttle around the house. I think I'd want to keep it as professional as possible and have it attached on my arm at the at all times. And, you know, like yeah, I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like having an arm a hand run around it's just not the vibe that I'm trying to bring to this mm. to this house. Well, that's that's very valid too because if you like have to go up and like use the bathroom in the middle of the night and you, Yeah, you need that. Yeah. yeah. What if what if it's your right hand and the and the I, and the uh, light switch yeah. is on the right side of the room? Can't turn it oh. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. Well, no way. No way to get around this. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, also on Twitter, not a question but a comment. Cameron at Fear Junkie says Lazar going for broke to get on Good Faces Bot, which is just a Twitter account that posts silly faces from shows and and games and and wiki how articles and what it's, have you and yeah, a, Lazar makes some tremendous faces. Very in this episode. good faces. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's a good Twitter. It's a good uh, Twitter. I follow it. I, I I enjoy it quite a bit. The faces are good. Um, faces are good. What about our Discord questions? Are they good? We have our first question from Transmission Girl. Um, Ruby goes to Discord who says, Happy April 30th, everyone. Hi, like how would a secret group of the greatest slash richest duelists ever, like, I don't know, let's call them dual patriots, use information to control the politics, economy, military, and even the mayor of Domino City? Well, so... I I know that's the plot of like the Metal Gear games. Mm-hmm. I think that's already kind of happening in Five Ds, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say, Public Maintenance Department is a That's just really what they already do. good, like, villain name for, like, oh, a series yeah. of Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, for sure. I, I love that. I'm I'm not even necessarily interested in how they control the politics, economy, military, or even the mayor. Because, like, all that stuff is, like, you know, we all know how corporations and rich people d- do that already. How do oh, they yeah. control the population? It's easy. It's through false scarcity. If you think about it, what purpose does Stardust Dragon serve as, like, uh, within the story as uh, an artifact of artificial scarcity? So there's mm. only one in the world. There's and only one. It, hap- it happens to belong to Yusei, and it's such a fucking problem that Jack Atlas needs to steal it from him in order to be able to have mm. access to this higher upper echelon, like, petit bourgeois type world like the idea of upward mobility among the classes is already controlled by the 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 movement and the uh control of scarce objects of commodity like you know like these fetish objects these monsters they are they are the thing that i think duelists and i think card um users in general use to to control not just like people who can be paid off but normal people and i mean God, you're expanding, so smart. Yeah, that was fucking good <laughs> shit, Joe. Expanding <laughs> on that in a, in a fairly legitimate way, you already, I feel, see that in real-life card games where, oh, if you have money, you can just get all the guys you want immediately without any trouble. And mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, that's not really... That, that's never an issue in the show itself. Like, it's never... You know, no one opens a booster pack in Yu-Gi-Oh! to put things in their deck. It's always like you know, dueling for pinks or, or stuff passed down through family, or they just have the deck and we don't but see how they got it. But like, It is yeah. also like Kaiba's shtick of having an entire briefcase full of the best cards True. in the world because he's very rich. That's right. Like, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- that is, is very much the thing. Yeah, there isn't even necessarily an alternative economy, like a trading economy or like um mm. like a favor economy at all. Like like nothing even remotely related to some kind of like transformative like economic or or social process of like uh use like there's no concept of usufructian like sharing at all in in Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like every card is like a thing an object that one individual must have and the idea of private personal property is like lauded and is like the main mover of power and uh, between individuals and and groups indeed indeed in society joe could you say what usufructian means so usufruct is sort of this concept that's tied directly to like like how commodities like or how like objects are used so I do like want it, but you- i'm in the middle of the podcast <laughs> we're here to um, learn, Sarah. Yeah, sorry, because you, know, we... you made me a really nice dinner, and it smells really nice, and I just really want to eat it. But this is really interesting. <laughs> so, so usufruct comes from like this. It's like this concept in law that means like the right to enjoy and use and the advantages of another's property, short of the destruction or mm-hmm. waste or substance. It's basically mm-hmm. the idea of like you can use something as long as you don't destroy it, even mm-hmm. if it doesn't necessarily belong to you. It's like it's like this common use kind of thing. So, like in Yu-Gi-Oh, there's no concept of anybody trading or loaning cards to each other there's like i mean at least among the majority of people maybe the like our protagonists like good people in the in the story are meant to do that but ultimately there isn't like 
there's no system for like cooperation that's yeah. like even like positioned as like viable within the Yu-Gi-Oh space. So it's all about who has the best cards and you know who has the ability to use those cards in a way to navigate the social ladder of the world. Because everyone's cards, it's like even when people get given cards, it's like because someone dies and hands over a card, or like someone is like, "Oh, this is my last very special card. I want you to have it," and then it like becomes their signature card that is theirs. Like they don't, they're never going to give it back. Critically, um, critically, we see this most uh, 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 stringently in the arc, the mini arc, where Yusei is imprisoned and has to use the yeah. cards given to him by the other prisoners. That is a collective group of individuals supporting and putting all of their weight behind one person to be able to succeed on their behalf. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it there, and, but by, you know, by you say being able to navigate the prison system and be able to eventually leave, you know, it takes a bunch of people to push him up that ladder um, by offering their sacrifice. And yeah, mm-hmm. Um, but but the but the prison system remains in yeah. in, right, yeah. in, in the way that, in the way the states left exactly. And because there was also the you mentioned like upward the sort of illusion of upward social mobility, and it like I was like, hang on a second, the guy who is literally the king of Neo Domino City is not a guy who is there because he's good at dueling, as they would like everyone to believe. It is literally like a guy that they find and chose and put there. Like you cannot mm-hmm. become the king of dueling by yeah. dueling, right? Yeah, mm. and like even though like you know you say did that in these episodes, but they did choose him and they kind of rigged the whole thing and set it like this tournament yeah. was a setup. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. Damn, fucked up. Yeah. Second question from number one, I can understand. With the first arc of these books, hang on. All right, so number one, I can understand. Um, Fred Frit in the Discord asks. With the first arc in the books, how would you say it compares to the start of Duel Monsters or GX? Additionally, where do you see the story going next, and how would you like to see the cast develop? I want to put a little asterisk in that where we are going to obviously be doing predictions and stuff um, in the mm-hmm. wrap-up episode next next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, how do we think it compares to the start of DM or GX? <sighs> I honestly feel, and like I said this about gx over dual monsters were very quickly i was like oh gx is better than dual monsters if five D's keeps up this pace it's going to be better than gx yeah 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 for sure mm-hmm. it, it has more like pop moments than either of the series had up to this point and like you know not judging a series only on his pop moments but like it just it's such an interesting way to do Yu-Gi-Oh. it's so novel and different that i'm like so excited to see where it goes i also i don't think you can like you can definitely compare it to the start of D- GX, um, and it's you know obviously it's popping off, but you can't really compare it to the start of DM because like the start of Duel Monsters, it was like we are establishing what Yu Gi Oh brackets card game close brackets is, um, and like it has all of those iconic moments from the start of Duel Monsters because it is establishing what it is. Whereas the start of GX, it's like so much of it is just building on everything that came before it. They're so they, like they are completely different things. Um, right. It's good though. Th- yeah. Good things. Good things. Um, next question from Solid Snack. What is a duel that you'd really like to see happen in season two? Hmm. I, I, I thought of this. My number one, I want to see Lua and Luca duel each other. Oh, mm. yes. 
Yeah, that'd be really mm. sick. Because I feel uh, like at this fun. point, pretty much every character has dueled every other important character. Yeah. But but I, I, I love when it's like twins or siblings or partners having to duel each other. Like, oh, yeah. that, that shit is so good to me. Yeah, yeah. They were literally siblings and now they gotta fight each other. <laughs> I <sighs> really want to see Aki duel the... Uh, the, what's the, the cultist man with the curly hair fringe? Oh, 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 Divine? Or yeah, whatever his name I is. I want to see Aki deal Divine. Yeah, oh, that's gotta be how her arc, like, starts to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Dueling the dude who, like, brainwashed her. Absolutely. Joe, Dan, thoughts? Uh, I honestly can't think of anything immediately. Uh, I'd love... I'd love to see more Trudge in general. Oh, love yeah. To see where his, to see where that. he goes. Uh... Hmm. Uh, um, hmm. I am vaguely aware of stuff that's going to happen in the next arc, so I can't really ab- sure. elaborate further. Uh, I know there are going to be new characters. Woo. Some of them are going to be good. Some of them are going to be evil. We will find out. Uh, um. Yeah, it's really it's really hard for me to say. I really quite liked. Okay, I'd like to see an Akiza Jack Atlas. Um, duel. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard for me to pit them together because they're both signers. So it's like, but but mm. but they're two haters. Oh they, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing is that they're both and two the, haters. If like what happened here was kind of like because Aki in this episode was like, oh my god, he has the same power as me. Even though that was kind of like part of the Rainbow Road and how Rainbow Road worked, like I would like to see something building on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I cannot remember the name of the character, but he's the character who's from the village that he learns gets destroyed. Um, uh, Bomber? Bomber. I want him to come back, and I'd like for him to fu- to, to mix it up with, with the the main crew. True. Um, I did. I, I I I liked the character, and I thought that like there was a little bit of an interesting sort of like backstory, and like for him and for um, Jack Atlas, and like by extension, like like the main baddies, like uh, like to for him to get some resolution or to, for him to get some resolve, um, I think would also be kind of cool to see. Um, yeah, him, yeah. there's him, definitely more. To get some closure. Yeah, there's more to dig up in his village. I feel mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. because it's under rubble. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Shut up, right. Sandbag asks. Are we all finished? Are we any more? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shadow Sandbag asks, uh, what would a Magic the Gathering anime look like? So, Gosh. have you ever heard of an anime called Duel Masters? <laughs> wish I hadn't. I really, oh. really wish I hadn't. That was... That is the only known attempt I know at an attempt to make a Magic the Gathering anime. God, yeah, that is technically... It is. It is technically a simplified version of magic. Uh, I think it, changing t- topic because I hate Duel Masters so goddamn much. <laughs> I what if what? Okay, so magic. There is the five the five colors, the five types of lands. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You got you got s- swamp and island and plains and and mountain and the fifth one. And what if it was like? Thank you. What if it was like a Steven Universe situation where uh-huh. you have a cast of like five characters? Mm. Maybe maybe it's like a regular guy and yeah. five uh, pl- planeswalkers. I don't know. Five people who have like the power of each land. And like, I know in magic, a lot of things is like hybrid decks. Like 
I, I played maybe five games of Magic in my entire life, but I really liked black and green hybrid. Mm-hmm. So what if yeah. like they all had their own powers, but then they could like combine with another one and like fuse their powers similar to running like Ooh. a hybrid magic deck, mm. like Steven Universe and the Crystal Gems. Yeah. Mm. Kind of, right. like, kind of like a Steven Universe, but I'm 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 picturing kind of like. What if Dragon Ball Z and Avatar The Last Airbender were were combined? God, what if? That's really good. Now, because you've got because you've got locations and then you've got like these right. different like cultures, but then you've mm-hmm. also got the idea of fusion. Yeah, give and... me the Patara earrings. Exactly, and then <laughs> and then and you know, and then they could become iconic, you know, um, uh, hybrid characters. I think that that would be really fun, but unfortunately. The first thing I think of is what would Magic the Gathering anime look like? I, the worst thing I could think of was Sword Art Online. Just like, oh. yeah, just some bad, some bad stuff just happening on screen. I, uh-huh. I don't yeah. think it would. I don't think. I don't think it would translate very well. I yeah. was also thinking. Um, my first thought was, um, Wizards of the Coast uh, wouldn't make an animated show. They would want to make a live action show because that's for adults and grown ups. On like exactly, anime, exactly. It's gritty. Is, you know, like yeah. they would make it. They try and make it live action, and they would like uh, clearly abuse the VFX department to a ridiculous degree. Yeah, yeah, they, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Naturally. They would hire. They would hire Pinkertons they to would play hire all the characters. To- <laughs> God, yeah. Christ. Oh, uh, another question from Transmagician Girl: Would the show be better or worse if it was card games on BMX bikes? Worse I mean, than worse. getting stolen. I think the, the, the BMX bikes would be getting <laughs> stolen. If if my experience is to is was right. to translate, you know. Yeah, See, I mean, like lo- losing speed in in a in a riding duel, you kind of slow down a bit, but like. They'd be falling off of their bikes a lot if they were just on BMX. I just okay, you know the way in um first arc of Duel Monsters, Duelist Kingdom, and they're going throughout the island and like terrain is a thing. There's the, yes. there's the beach one, there's uh, the forest one, there's BMX bikes. The terrain comes back in some way, and it's like they're whatever they're riding their bikes on, like makes affects the carts. Like, and if they can like. Do a sick flip over like whatever little hill that does it. That's relevant somehow. Mm-hmm. I think it would be sick. Uh, yeah. I I didn't get to say actually. No, you know what? Never mind. But uh, uh, I I think I think uh, a BMX bike show would have to be a different structure. It would be structurally different. It would be more like uh, more like a sports anime. I think. Yeah, throughout the pro- the 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 course of the show, it sort of felt to me like the um the the race duel, like the speed duel, was kind mm-hmm. of like they 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 play the field card and then like they end up on like a treadmill and mm-hmm. like they have it's always like a simulated road with like simulated like distance, but like ultimately doesn't actually have any real life distance. That's yeah, probably not logical, right. but like that's like kind of like what my thinking was towards the end, especially with the Rainbow Road sequence. Here's right. a, here's a I I think I think it would be worse because the bikes would get stolen, and and I'm blaming that solely <laughs> yeah, on my yeah, child. Yeah. I'm blaming that solely on my childhood friend Luke, who did steal my BMX bike for summer. Fuck you, Luke. Um, fuck, fuck you, you Luke. Luke. Uh, but here's a here's another question: Would the show be better or worse if card game if it was card games on horses? <gasps> Now that uh, I, I'm into that full metal alchemist, full metal alchemist. As much as I hate horses, I do think. I mean, 
At this point, we're getting close to JoJo's part seven. Mm. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I think a good middle ground is just make the bike sentient. Mm, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We we got there, gamers. Yeah. Hell yeah, we did it. Um, Carver the cleric asks, uh, "Which hosts of the pod are in the pockets of the Lali Lulalo?" I'm not at liberty to discuss. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm yeah. technically British, so you know, you know what yeah. that means. I mean, one of the snakes very much was British. But. I, yeah, I, I don't know what that means. I just said it. I, <laughs> I, think, else te- I, I think technically British is the worst way to be British. I think. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it really is. There's, there's no better. There's no worse way to be British. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, next question. Kither <laughs> <laughs> Tarradin asks: We now see more of the events where Jack stole Yusei's Jewel Runner, and he did say. <clears throat> I'm starting again. We okay. Keith Terridan asks. We now see more of the events. Well, more of the events where Jack stole Yusei's Jewel Runner, and he did say before that he got rid of it long ago. But don't you think it's more likely that he's got it in a garage somewhere so that he can go and sit on it when thinking of his boyfriend Yusei? I think the coolest way to imagine this is that the Jewel Runner he currently has is like a super, super, super upgraded version of it. Yeah, that's yeah. how I choose to view it. I, like, yeah, Joe. I I think that. Um... Yeah, I agree with Max. It's it's the old version, but it's super souped up. It's like different. It's um, it's uh, you know, I'm over that that I'm over that X kind of like upgrade. But he will occasionally take it out for a spin on rainy nights and just have like contemplative thoughts about what was uh-huh. and what could have been. Right. It's while the, a- while the drive while the drive soundtrack plays. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. See, I think it's exactly like that episode of Judge's Bizarre Adventure where there was a boat that just had the skin of another boat over it. So the mm-hmm. Jill Runner, it is the Jill Runner. It just has that little <laughs> circle over it and just like parts like com- like completely like skin tight fitted over the right. bike. So it is exactly mm-hmm. the same bike, but he can claim that it's not. It's- it's it's it, it's a bike of Theseus, but it's also it's like a video game upgrade tree where he can spend a small portion of his gold to reset the upgrade tree, and then at, at that point it reverts to how he was when he originally stole it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you can reinvest his skill points for a different bike. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Critically, he did not wash it when he stole it. Yeah, he needed to right. keep the Yusei smell on it. Yeah, yeah. So he's never washed it. <laughs> I'm yeah. never washing this bike again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all Those the questions, questions we have. Good questions. Thank Good you questions. for being so fucking smart, Joe. That was great. I'm I'm glad I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually I just say some bullshit and, and turn it in for the day. I know. I, I was getting war flashbacks, not war flashbacks, peace flashbacks to doing Chapo Trap Card. Oh, yeah. Um, so, know. um, that is the end of our episodes. Let's do some plugs. Joe, where can people find you on the internet if they choose to do so? If they choose to do so, you can find me at co-host at co-host dot uh what org? is it org slash bedroom punk all one word nice mm-hmm. oh uh i'm also starting a podcast soon <gasps> Hell yeah. um i'm starting a podcast with a good friend of the show helga hk robo and mm-hmm. the show is about the show the tv show the prisoner Ooh. uh and so look out for that on noisepace.xyz nice mm-hmm. nice yeah podcasting does make prisoners of us all <laughs> That, that is so like, true. You're so true, inexorably. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, popcorn might. Uh, Max. Max is away. Popcorn someone else. Uh, uh, I guess it would be Dan. me. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find those places 
at biggerchallenge.card.co. That includes my other podcasts like the Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic podcast. Uh, I recently uh, uploaded an episode that was recorded several months ago that I just put off for a very long time. Sometimes uh, it be like that. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to Video Games, the movie, the podcast, a video game movie review podcast I do with my friend Maxi. Uh, uh, I forgot that I need to edit and upload this month's episode uh, based on the Angry Birds movie. Oh my god. Uh, uh, mm. And uh, our next episode is going to be on the uh, Tomb Raider film. Uh, hmm. I just need to really... I think it's from like 2000... Uh, oh fuck, I, I can't remember when this... Might be it's 2000. 2000. 2001, here it is. Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Damn. There were a couple Tomb Raider films. There was one from... There was a sequel. Um, I feel like I remember that coming out. Actually, damn, I'm kind. I'm getting like flashbacks. Um, uh, uh, incredible. Yeah, there's Twitter. There's Tumblr. There's co-host uh, at Xbox underscore Holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, happy Metal Gear Solid Two Day Xbox, and also Happy May Day because that's coming up. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, there's also my fur affinity. That's it. All right. Uh, did you already go, Sarah? Uh, nope, I have not gone. I'm also going to shout out because Max will be. Uh, Max is gone. Max g- was taken by uh, his son's needs. Um, mm. So uh, you can find Max everywhere on at Maxibajillion. He does lots of cool stuff, such as Wow Cool Robot, uh, a fun Gundam online podcast where they do it in a fun order instead of just all in order. So you can go and find Gundam coverage there, as well as Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast in which they will be covering something that they haven't yet. Um, uh, Final Fantasy XIV, that's Around it, Reborn. That's it. I'm sure they've done that. Um, Max can't They'll do it eventually. Me. That's it eventually. Um, popcorn me. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Sarah McCostumes. Um, I have a lot of other podcasts and you can find all of those in the bio of my Twitter, which they are listed in. Um, I also... Speaking of podcasts that we didn't edit for several months and annoy editing, uh, me and Tom have co-made a very cool audio drama that I am now deep in the minds of editing. Uh, It's turning out to be extremely fucking cool. Riley did some incredible Foley work on it like just last week that I'm losing my mind over. So look forward to that in uh, hopefully maybe like a month or two. Um, That is everything. We together have been part of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at part of Greedcast. Go to our Discord by going to kaiba.online. We are on Tumblr, part of greed.tumblr.com. Oh, Dan, did we get any questions on the Tumblr this week? Forgot to ask. No, no, no. I would have listed them. Uh, But you can do that at any time. Um, And finally, at the end of the episodes, we want to shout out our wonderful $5 patrons. Dan, do you want to read those out? Absolutely. Uh, wonderful shout-outs to uh, Colton Crow, Emery, Joelle Thomas, Moore Haunting the Morgue, Riley Hopkins, and Shadow Sandbag. Your Mwah. contributions are appreciated. A big kiss. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, you can find us on the Noise Space Network, uh, which Joe mentioned earlier. You can go to noisespace.xyz to find loads of other podcasts wonderfully whole hosted together in one big room um, by our GameCube overlord Matt. I am now going to 
set myself face down onto the rainbow road. It dissolves. I fall through it into infinity, but that's what I meant to. Yep. I set myself face down and uh, uh, just get escorted out of the room uh, <laughs> by armed guards. Uh, and I'm going to set myself face down and listen to the heartbeat of the land while purple lines surround me on all sides. Oh, you get all to right. see a bug. Nice. Mm-hmm. Peach. Yeah. Peach. Peach. Peach.